0: Ever in Electric Dreams presents A to Z Till Infinity, your alphabetical guide to 90s hip-hop. Episode 1, A to the Mother Lickin' B, Homeboy.
1: This is A to Z Till Infinity. I am your host, DJ Colocot. The J actually stands for J-A-Y, but I've waited all my life for a context to pretend it meant disc jockey. So, if it's alright with everyone, I'm going to go with that. I wanted to bring you two of the most funkadelic gangster co-hosts to do this series justice. But sadly, only Imam Mirza and TJ Sutherland were available. But welcome, guys.
2: Fair. Absolutely fair.
1: Howdy, Dan. Thanks for having us, dude. I'm excited to have you on board our A to Z love train. So let's talk a little bit about what this series is. Um, We are here to at least attempt... I use that loosely, attempt to list all 90s hip-hop groups and artists from A to Z, starting um, with the first episode, which we are covering A and B, and I'll kind of explain that along the way. But I think um, rules are always fun. Uh, We've been arguing about these for most of the week, but so let's get the hotly contentious rules out of the way first. Rule one, all group and artists in our list must have released work between 1990 to the very last hour, minute, and day of 1999. Rule number two, we are not discussing producers and DJs. Everyone involved must be rappers who published music during the aforementioned period. We love DJs, we love producers, we love all types of facets of hip-hop, and we will come back to that at some point. Rule three, Any artists whose titles start with A or the will be grouped by the first word after those. I don't know how to put that. So basically, a tribe called Quest will be listed under T for tribe. And, oh man, I hate going through rules. So number four, each (laughs) episode will each list the group. Stay with me. The groups and artists, and pick our favourites. So, yeah. First of all, I'll, we'll go through the list. Then we'll talk about our favourites. And yeah, to ha- caveat, try as we might, we we won't cover every artist. We will try, but there will be ones we miss. And we invite you, the listeners, to tell us any you think should have been included. And we, of course, will try and make that right. So, like some Sesame Street puppets, hopped up on gin and juice and the chronic. Let's run down our A list. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good start because it's a fairly thin affair, to be honest. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, um, number one, uh, again, this isn't in order. So this isn't in order of preference. Um, but first, first of all, we have the alcoholics. Number two, we have Africa Bambata. Number three, arrested development. Number four, artifacts. Number five, above the law. Number six, Andre 3000 and number seven, AZ. And I'm really glad to be able to stop talking now, so I'm going to throw this straight over to Mr. Imran Mirza and say, what is your favourite out of this uh, Yeah, slightly small list slim of, pickings. of... Slim Pickens. Slim Pickens of um, the A's. Um,
3: It is Slim Pickens. It's almost a disappointing start to something we're all excited to really sort of delve into. And it was like, oh... Episode one, a oh, it's brief. <laughs> it's a, it's a shame. Um, can I give my honourable mention first, sorry, or or do you want me to go straight into my my top tier pick?
1: Um, I'd say do do your top tier pick first, then right. we'll, 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 we will, we will. I can't even speak. Cycle back to the honourable mention. Okay,
3: my top tier pick, and I think this I will say it because <laughs> it comes <laughs> under some level of controversy because this person obviously hasn't specifically released uh solo music uh within the 90s however it's andre 3000 uh he is obviously one half of outcast they released three albums as a group in the 90s and my far and away uh pick for uh for, for entry um within um the list uh the rules were different i think we all would have jumped at a Tribal quest um but we'll all be waiting clamoring uh, to to tick that to tick that y box <laughs> first um when we get to to tease but yeah andre three thousand i have to uh, absolutely cite his overall brilliance for um inclusion in their list
1: so one quick question what 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 is the song what was the first song that you heard his vocal on great that made you fall question. in love with
0: him
3: great question um okay, so I think. Well, this this is the thing. It didn't make me fall in love with it because the the, the song I'm thinking of, I must have heard stuff before, but I think it was uh, Bombs Over Baghdad, B.O.B. So I think we're looking at 2000 in fairness. But I see that to me. Right. Let me set this up. Let me me, um, um, talk up my pick, if I may. Um, As much as we love 90s hip hop, I think the one thing that I think contemporary hip hop has over the nineties is its kind of fluidity. Back in the nineties, you were lumped in a in a in a a group or or a sort of a subgenre of hip hop and you stayed there. If you were a gangster oh, rapper. Daniel. <laughs> no, no 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 in, uh, in, uh, in uh, that, well uh, dispute it when i when i finish i guess but i think you'll <laughs> agree if you were a gangster rapper you stayed in gangster rap if you were a conscious rapper you stayed within that and you worked with people within that kind of silo if you were a, a what would probably be dubbed a, a club or bling rapper then you, you you stayed within that kind of silo um if um then you have kind of someone or not someone but you have a group like Outcast. And you could probably just sort of put them in a general category of southern rap, but there was nobody that was able, I think to achieve what they were doing there There is no other there's no comparison I think whether you like outcast or not, there's nobody that you can compare them to, and I think their success came from the dynamic of uh between big boy and andre uh big boy, I think is quite um. Oh, what's an appropriate word? Oh, uh, oh, oh, well, he's straight He's straight down the middle, I think, in terms of uh, a, a 90s rapper. I think he's right there. Andre is eccentric. He's flamboyant. But he still defies any kind of convention that you can put him in. And uh, I look at OutKast, as just this, this really just wonderful, shining kind of beacon in 90s hip-hop where you just couldn't put them in any other category. And they just took complete ownership of their name, their audience, and their music um you look at like Aquemini for me has been the album that was released in ninety eight that was just I honestly think that that album is a masterpiece and something that everybody should own and If you know that um album, you know you've got such a wide variety of of songs from, again, just the, the brilliant name of Spodey Odie which is was one of my favorite uh, hip-hop songs of all time. You've got Liberation with Erica Badu. You've got, and then you've got like Harder Ed stuff as well. And it's just, it's just a masterpiece of a record. It was very much, I think, their breakthrough album uh, as well. And, um you know, same album, you've got Skew It on the Barbecue with Raekwon. It's just insane the amount of kind of the depth that album covers and just the absolute joy of kind of, it exudes, I think, for for hip hop, and to me, you know, uh, I, I just think Andre is just—he's just undeniable in character and personality, and just his his just general wit. He's a, an incredible writer, and I think as a soloist, he did gain considerably more prominence post two thousand. But I, 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 you know, the, the artist he could have been—we only sort of had one solo album from him with um, "The Love Below." But uh, you know, if had he wanted to pursue and really establish himself as arguably the greatest, I think I think he could have done it if he just took the time and just released a series of records. But um, I think you know, uh, taking Tribe out the equation, then absolutely Andre Three Thousand is my my um, shining light. I think for nineties um, under A.
1: Okay, fabulous. Um, Tj, before we move on to your pick, what are what are your feelings on Andre Three Thousand?
2: Yeah, I mean, truth be told, I, I'm not a, an aficionado of Outcast. It might probably want to slap me right now, but um, no, at all. <laughs> but, that's um, the date,
3: 90s. I feel like we can still discover so much about '90s. You know, I don't know so sure. much. I don't know. So I, that's the the joy of this. I'm looking forward to to really delving into other new stuff that I just haven't heard. So this is awesome.
2: Yeah, I mean, but what I what I do know of them, I mean, you know, everything you say holds true, and I think. Especially the point about um, Andre 3000's flamboyancy, eccentricness, like he really um, epitomized something different in the world of hip hop in the genre. Um, and yeah, it just, like you say, you didn't really fall into any sort of standardized category of, I'm kind of mad that you're so spot on about that, actually. Um, <laughs> it didn't really fall into any sort of standardized category of of hip hop, they just kind of created their own space and absolutely owned it Um, and yeah um, you know kind of revolutionized uh, certain sounds and and, um, performances they put on and the albums that they did Um, so yeah it's it's a solid choice
0: Andre 3000 was originally called Black Wolf before he changed it to Dre and then later Andre 3000 Big Boy was Black Dog Despite constant speculation, there was never 299 different versions of him before he reached 3,000. The titular Ms. Jackson in Outcast's most famous hit is reportedly Erica Badu's mother, Colleen Maria Wright, who he is addressing as Ms. Jackson following the couple's breakup. I guess I'm sorry Ms. Wright didn't have the same ring to it.
1: I mean, I just wanted to add that I love the fact... Kind of at least partially at a time where hip hop was dominated by a fair bit of machismo and violence and kind of chest beating and, and beefs and rivalry and West Coast. Ninety nine percent of hip hop basically. <laughs> <That's>, exactly. Since <laughs> the dawn of got, time. And then you've got Andre three thousand who kind of uh dressed up like a slightly foppish He's the antithesis antithesis of, of, um, yeah, Yeah,
2: absolute antithesis of classic hip hop and, like you say, the machismo and the bravado and all that kind of stuff.
1: I I think we've probably referenced this before, but the the Key and Peel episode (laughs) where he goes to the coffee shop and I I can't remember what he orders, but he just orders the most outlandishly outrageous, um, flamboyant coffee. Um, oh God! I wish I, I could actually. No one's going to
3: remember what that drink was. That was a like it. It doesn't exist. It's a very long, long
2: bizarre. one time only. I
3: think he wanted it served in a vase as well. Yeah, so, like, in a it's vase. A great and, skit.
1: and it was green as well. Yes. Do you, do you think it'd be nice actually, Emma, having having you on this with your expertise on on both? Um, him and big boy what has kind of happened to them since are did are they still friends do they have beef are they do you think they'll ever record again together or is it kind of just that that whole period has ended forever Well,
3: I, I don't i don't really know i mean they've always professed that there's never been a fallout um and you know i think they did speaker box and the love below which is genius they i mean they their first foray into kind of solo work was basically to do, each of them did a solo album and released it as a combined project. So there's no level of competition. And that was just genius. And both of them are amazing, really great, great albums. Um, and I think they did, uh, they did a movie together, Idlewild, a couple of years after. Yeah. I, I think that was like yeah. 2006, I think. Um, and, yeah. and then everybody was very excited because they did the soundtrack but they're only on, like, two or three songs together. So right. even the songs that they did are separate. Um, and so Idlewild was technically the last Outcast album. But I think it was, like, 2006. So they've not... They, they've toured since then. And Big Boy has had a really great career. He's released so many great albums consistently uh, as well. And he's stayed within that kind of Outcast. um Kind of unit of uh, organized noise and um, uh, CeeLo Green and Sleepy Brown and stuff like that. He stayed within the whole kind of Outcast contingent and Dungeon Family. Um, But Andre just dips in and out of music. He focused on films. And I don't know. I think he did make some public comments about just his heart wasn't in making music anymore. So he's got a long list of features and productions for people. But I, you know, he never really just seem to have the passion for it anymore i i don't think that there's a fallout i would hope we'll get an album at some point but so much time has passed you know um yeah it's it's a shame but uh it's, it was just when they got mega as well really that speaker box the love below which had hey Ya, and um big boys uh the way you move which which did really great things for him but i mean a, a proper follow-up album would have just been massive but um yeah it's a shame it didn't happen so I don't
0: know if it ever will. Wow.
1: Okay. That's uh that's pretty sad, but that is a um pretty awesome pick. I, I despite the fact that we we are gonna be talking about outcast in another episode, I'm happy to have allowed this.
0: <laughs> thank we, um, I'm
1: very grateful. Appreciate the it, king, thank you. The king of the rules. Um so <laughs> so TJ, um I'm quite, I'm quite shocked by the how enthusiastic you are about your choice.
2: Well, <laughs> um, I'm going to flip the script on uh, on your punk ass. Um, no. you know, I. <laughs> so I had a bit of a tough time with this one, um, and because as you know, you read off all the different uh, a's, and um, quite frankly, it was Simpkins, and. You know, in had already taken on j 2000 My knowledge of, like I say, of outcasts isn't that great anyway. Um, you know, alcoholics, I know of their tracks and um but I'm not an expert on their on their stuff. Africa Barbados absolute legend. But then I got to arrested development and actually I kind of thought do you know what? I'm gonna talk about my Hatred is probably a strong word, but it's somewhere (laughs) within the same region of dislike, very much meh feeling about Arrested Development. And it's, it's, I guess as well, maybe it's because at that point, I was very much into, you know, West Coast Hip Hop, Gangster Rap, and not necessarily into the, out and out violence machismo of it, but just I just like that flow and I just like that style, and you know, it's just what I was into. And the rest of development to me felt very much like the Lighthouse family of rap.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, it was Ooh, just,
2: damn. it was just really sort of, meh. every time I heard that their tracks, I was just I mean, in my head, I was just like, yeah um yeah it just didn't it didn't click with me I and I know their stuff sold gangbusters and people really dug it and you know it was all very um conscious and you know politically driven in some respects and you know they they were seeing positivity and had a message and a whole bit but you know at a time I was a teenager and I was like I don't want messages I just want to bitches and hoes and guns and... Burnt <laughs> man, <really. laughs> um, <no. laughs> but, yeah, so hang on, it just...
1: Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> okay. Can you name... What is no. the track... That <laughs> is not, come on, you must be able to... Like a track okay. that, that kind of got it's, under your skin a bit. It's like, Everyday I People. Can. Oh, yeah. Every, yeah.
2: Everyday People, just... It just it's... It just sounds like someone's whining at you when they're singing the. Dance. It's just ah, it just yeah, no, just arrest them and just take them away, please. oh, uh, yeah, not a fan, not a fan at all. Just
1: um, sorry, I, I I to, development fans. I wanted yeah, to add something yeah. a little bit in their favor, like I uh, we will we'll come to your man obviously on this as well, but. Uh, for some kind of balance i hope but basically i remember tennessee came out i think that was yeah i I think it's the first i heard it might not be the first release but definitely the first track i heard on mtv and i was like you know what it this is a pretty good track it had a nice vibe it kind of felt like a little bit like uh not too far removed from della soul and maybe even kind of. tribe to a little extent maybe you know it's kind of this <laughs> intelligent hip-hop stuff but it it had a i quite maybe not the lyrics but it it it, it wasn't too far removed from that intelligent rap scene and i was right kinda like, i was like, okay.
2: going to say something like that because i because I I, I I love a bit of la Soul and i love um tribe obviously and you're right they are in that same ballpark but
1: yeah, but, just... but let me finish, let me finish, because I'm, I'm, I'm going to completely agree with you. Um, it it went from that to Everyday People and Mr. Wendell, and, and those, oh, Mr. Tracks both, Wendell. those tracks both made me want to kill myself. Um, because, Wendell, I, because of I, course,
2: I, you know, I actually forgot about that until you just mentioned
1: <laughs> it. It's so bad. And it, 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 it annoyed me because it took the one track that I really did like, it took it out of rotation, and for some reason... Those two tracks got played over that, and over. Yeah. yeah, they're the ones that blew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. It was like I think I think Tennessee got them some attention, and then it was everyday people and Mr. Wendell. Which, to, to be honest, Mr. Wendell, that I think the actual um, composition, you know, the the, the, the samples and, and 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 some of the the format isn't terrible. It, it's just that the lyrics are mind-gratingly awful. But everyday people is just like is is literally like a razor blade to the to the ear. It's so everything about it's so awful. Whereas at least kind of Mister Wendor, I can kind of say um, it's not as bad to listen to. But if you actually properly invest in the lyrics and what's going on in that song, then you will start to hate yourself for doing it. Um, yeah,
2: it's, okay. it's it's not a good time for me
1: to when I hear that song ever um but iman iman come on help us out here don't be a hater
3: i'm not i'm actually i i i think the the fairest thing i can say is my well my my only real knowledge of the rest of development is the singles um and the big ones tennessee people every day and um mr wendell and uh i i mean i just looked it up that was 92 which i cannot believe uh but wow. it was 92 so hip-hop wise i wasn't listening to. To hip-hop at all at the yeah. end so I didn't have that kind of barometer you know they were on the radio I felt nothing really for them I wasn't like mad at them I think I liked the opening <laughs> line for Mr. Wendell like, uh here, here, man, have, have a dollar. No, in fact, here, have two. <laughs> two doesn't say a lot for me, but it is a big deal to you. I always like that. But apart from oh, that... I already is... hated about that point. Yeah, I know. So, sorry,
2: actually. <laughs> <laughs> was, was, was too far gone for me at that point. <laughs> and actually, you know... Actually, sorry to interrupt you. You know what it was as oh. well? So I was 16 at the time, and my dad had just got um, Sky. In fact, I think he got it when I was like 14, maybe. Maybe before that, actually. Um... Uh, Because he wanted to watch the cricket, so he got like Sky Sports, and um, obviously with that, I got uh, access to MTV. So I got to watch like Yo MTV Raps every day, and that was where a lot of my like you know knowledge and um, uh, information about hip hop. That's when it started to really kind of expand a bit. And this, I, I swear, for like six nine months, this song was. All over MTV, like every other show it was on, um, uh, Mr. Mr. Wendell and People Every Day, and it was just like, it was just constant. And maybe that was what put me off it a bit as well. Um, over Overexposure. But, yeah. yeah. Overexposure, but then also, because I, I knew um Soul and, and Tribe at the time was on, well, Tribe would do doing like, what's the scenario and all that kind of stuff. And uh, like, hearing this, it was just like, are oh, you just. You're just not. I see what you're trying to do, but you're just not. Like, just no. <laughs> just and yeah. But yeah, I think that the best way I can equate them to get anyone to understand my um vitriol towards them. It's not even vitriol, but it's just like meh. disdain. Disdain. I think is a better word. It is just they. They are the lighthouse family of rap.
1: <laughs> um, I, think that's I it. Lo- I love the fact if you look on their website th- this made me cringe it says Grammy winning group arrested development making life music
0: oh <laughs> <it> doesn't <laughs> it doesn't make it, easy, does it? <laughs> 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 there, there's no.
1: one lyric in one of the songs and it, it's not the 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 main the, the kind of main lead rapper in the group singing it it's one of the the the, the ladies in the group and this isn't me you know um specific You know, specifically picking uh, out on any one person, it was just the lyric, which was something about one person,
2: by the way.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If it sounds bad, but uh, it it was just the lyric that she was made to sing uh, under duress, probably at gunpoint, about (laughs) playing playing a game of horseshoe, a game of horseshoe. Do you remember? It it just—it's one of those things that sticks in your mind, like by the red hot chili. Like the Red Hot Chili Peppers in their fucking heavy glow, which they can just shove that <laughs> right up their <laughs> Um But, yeah, it was just like, we played a game of horseshoe. Game of horseshoe! And it was just like, no, no, please. And now Dan what hates horseshoes that? forever.
3: Oh. What song is um, that? That doesn't really
1: both. Oh i need i need to look at it's it's either
3: wendell uh hang on again no no no, honestly i I thought i thought it was i thought you knew that's it i I think it might be
2: wendell no i think because i I do i just trying to remember that (laughs) oh
1: no it's actually in tennessee tennessee the one the one song (laughs) (laughs) that's that's really bad i've just destroyed my also
2: (laughs) gone Also another one They're another one of those bands that have got like 50,000 people in the band like <laughs> yeah. like Wu-Tang but set Wu-Tang a call and they're not um there, there's like just I uh, had a look on uh, Wikipedia and there's like four current members but then in like in the past members section it, it just it's just a line and lines and lines of people He's like why does so many people in
1: your band just start but, but the band. key is Uh, TJ, they're all everyday people that are in that (laughs) group. So, therefore, the criteria was pretty wide.
2: I nearly said something very bad there, which I won't. So, (laughs) I will hold my tongue.
1: Come on, guys. uh, We are are everyday people as well. Let's
3: all say it together, guys. Come on. We We are are everyday. everyday. I
2: swear to Christ. I will (laughs) fucking... Oh,
3: put my, my headset
0: shit. down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very angrily. I will mute my microphone. Arrested Development were the first ever rap group to have an elder known as Baba Ohay, who brought wisdom to the youthful energy of the group. They were also the second ever hip-hop group to tour with a live band and to have both female and male members. Not forgetting their continuing message of hope, change and celebration of life. So, no matter what TJ thinks, these guys really are great.
1: Right. To keep TJ from exploding, I'm just going to circle back to one point um, that you made about Andre 3000, Imran. And that's mm. about the whole kind of people not moving out of their kind of subgenre hip hop boxes. Right. And I just wanted to correct you because MC Hammer, do you know what I mean? What I'm saying there? MC Hammer went from being. A fun pop, hold you know, dance hip hop guy to a gangster rapper. Hold
2: up, hold up, hold up, hold up. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. We're it, not it doing happened, that. PJ, it uh-huh. Well, no, 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 no. There was an attempt by Hammer to move from <laughs> well, pop, pop, hip hop to gangster rap, but no, <laughs> it wasn't a thing. I have how, every how, one how of his it? gangster rap albums, and they're oh, so and you good. know. Do you know how he uh, made that attempt to switch from pop hip-hop to uh, to gangster rap?
1: He wore a bandana?
2: Well, that. (laughs) And he also went from calling himself MC Hammer to just Hammer.
1: Nice. (laughs) And rather than please, Hammer, don't hurt them, it was, oh, no, Hammer, you probably will hurt them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, Hammer. Oh, no, I think you did hurt
2: them. (laughs) Hammer, please don't shoot them. Uh, (laughs) no. (laughs)
3: Remember this teacher so when we get to the letter M, and Dan enthusiastically picks MC Hammer as his. He better be picking MC list. Hammer.
2: i will be pissed off if you don't pick MC <laughs> Hammer now. You just you pick them right up there.
0: Oh,
2: wow. <laughs> I want to see him <laughs> with the M and H.
0: <communism> <laughs> Brilliant. Oh.
3: Do I, you not think that though? Back back then, where like like, cause I remember, um, for example, when Jay Z did his MTV Unplugged, and he was backed by the Roots and how colossal that was because again you were looking at groups like roots in the in sort of more the, the the socially conscious kind of camp and then you've got jay-z who is you know at this point king of of of, of well i don't know how we would call it bling or cl- club rap or such yeah. um you know but and that you know the fact that the roots backed him i mean that was huge that was mammoth and even i remember kanye he he when he was just um uh Floating around as a producer, he broke through massively through uh, Jay Z again through the Blueprint. He he produced almost nearly half of the album, and which was steeped in soul samples and everything. But while he was doing that, he had a uh, he had struck up a, a, a friendship with Mo Stefan Kwa Lee. So he was again this guy who's producing for these two very different camps. And then when College Dropout, his first album came out, I just remember looking at the the featuring list, you know, the track list. Thinking, I just can't think of an album that I've ever seen which, on the same record, has guests from Mostef, Common, Jay Z, Ludacris, uh, uh, Freeway, and uh, and uh, Talib Kweli, and it was and Most Def and it was like I I've just never seen an album that's pulled in these 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 names, very big names from but very different camps, and and I always gave Kanye a lot of credit for his kind of ability to have done that. So I don't know. To me, yeah. back then the nineties, huh? it did seem if you were in a camp, you stayed within that, that camp, the it, yeah. Worked with those people.
1: No, I I completely agree with you. I just wanted to have some fun words about MC Hammer. Really, really, <laughs> I mean,
2: but you're right. You're right though, and, and yeah, because kind of thinking back, it was if you had collaborations, it was very much, you know, you would stay again, you would stay within your subset yeah. of whatever, whatever your um your version of hip-hop was yeah, yeah um absolutely. you know you had like tribe linking up with like these in new school or whatever but they all had like similar kind of vibes similar yes. sort of. yeah um so yeah no, that's, a, that's a good shout that's something i hadn't ever really thought about but that's um in the context of um you know andre 2000 and like say kanye and um the jay-z roots collab that's uh yes yeah, uh it's a very good shout
1: Nice. Okay. Don't, well, don't let go gonna... to your head.
0: Yeah. Don't get carried away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, because we need to move on to B. I'm gonna quickly hit up my pick, which uh, you've both mentioned, but for some reason don't love them as much as I do, and that is Arrested <laughs>
2: Development. Uh... <laughs>
1: God damn it!
2: I spent the last twenty minutes slagging (laughs) off your Uh, favourite.
1: How long can you talk about a group that you don't like? I mean, we're giving them a lot of airspace, but uh, um, no, I, I, I love the Alcoholics. Um, Again, it feels like because A is not a big category. There's not a lot of uh, groups and artists in there that I would say Alcoholics probably aren't in my top twenty, but. At least from a from a kind of childhood story point. Uh I remember watching um MTV and the song Damn came on and I was like ah, this is this is awesome and I, I, I did my uh weekend routine of going to my local record shop, which was Richard's Records in Maidstone in Kent, which is unfortunately where I'm from, and I bought uh Coast uh, I've got to make sure I've got the right album uh, Coast to Coast was it um yeah I bought um yeah Coast to Coast was the first album I bought with that single on it and uh yeah I, I absolutely um love them I mean yeah again like another kind of kind of fairly typical bombastic west coast um rap group with a strangely um weird Vibe because the whole thing was literally about them being drunk. I mean, um, it really <laughs> is. And they, they, did, your guys' can make, Get drunk. Oh, okay, that makes sense. We get drunk, we sing about getting drunk, we sing, then with, we get more drunk. We sing with other people about getting drunk. They, they did. Uh, I was talking to uh, in mind just before we uh hit record, um. They did a track called "Hip Hop Drunkies" with ODB, really? which you can imagine is quite um, apt, uh, considering. But yeah, I think they had they had a, uh, probably only um, well, they had three albums during the nineties, um, and I think their last album kind of hit in in around two thousand two thousand and one. So it was quite a short lived period, and I don't think they they got the same amount of love. Of a lot of kind of similar, um, you know, boom bap rap groups of that era, and you know, even judging on both your responses, which I find to be accurate of most hip hop lovers, is you you were vaguely probably familiar with with a couple of tracks, but there's not a lot of people who 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 necessarily, you know, follow or or love them. So it, it's quite nice to at least kind of. Uh, call them out, the letter A and, and kick us off.
0: The Alcoholics are a West Coast LA hip-hop group also known as The Licks, consisting of DJ and producer E-Swift with rappers j Ro and Tash to quote their mentor King T who told Hip-Hop DX, We wasn't really with the going out, beaten up motherfuckers. We partied. We liked fucking with girls and all that type of shit. What do we do? We get drunk, fucked up. So we came up with the name The Alcoholics. Oh, yes, those guys really knew how to party i
1: don't think I haven't heard any i don't think they've they've done anything much since that I'm aware of um
2: yeah i don't think I've not heard anything from them i think ironically um when you when you um when I saw them on the list of their a's i i, I know i know the tune down, but um it reminded me that the first tune of theirs that I heard actually was "Make Room." And yeah. I remember me and uh, it was a mate of mine, um, who one of my longest, oldest friends, Dean. He um, and we used to swap like tapes and stuff, and stuff we recorded off the radio and whatever. And uh, and he gave me um, that tune. I remember just listening to the shit out of it, and it was <laughs> you're right. It was that like really kind of bombastic, like party. Like go nuts kind of vibe. It was, um, yeah, just a just a really good time.
1: Yeah, I think that that was their first ever single. That one, yeah, uh, make yeah. room. Um, yeah, no, I mean they 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 generally, as I said, that that kind of aesthetic. It was similar in a in a, in a sense that they were a bit like Outcast, but with a, a much um, smaller ceiling for quality. Let's let's just be fair. We don't. I don't want to direct. Comp- comparison with Outcast because Imran will gap me later if I, 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 if I continue with that. But no, um definitely not on a on a quality scale, but they they at least the whole as you said, TJ, the, the whole party and drinking vibe was quite unique. You know, I feel like you had intelligent rappers being kind of slightly political, slightly kind of teaching people not to kill each other with guns and form you know, form the the, the stereotypes. Then you had the people that endorsed those stereotypes. Then you had Outcast, which is completely difficult to actually um, pin down what they are because there's so many things. But yeah, they, they were quite, you know, alcoholics are perfectly mindless and dumb. And they didn't, th- there was no issue with that. They were just like, yeah, we're just having a good time. And uh, we're fairly good at rapping. And we're just, we don't really we care. We're not, <laughs>
0: really, good <laughs> yeah, we're not
1: conforming to anything here. I
2: also like how, um, just having a look at some of their previous albums, how they stuck quite closely. They lived the gimmick um, of their uh, band <laughs> name. So, like, yeah. some of the album names like 21 and Over, Bar Tab 1, Bar Tab 2, uh, and Over the Limit. Hmm. <laughs>
1: yeah, they really didn't move one inch away from. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever their manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um Awesome. Well, Iman I believe you had uh, a few, well, one or maybe two honourable mentions. In there. I just wanted to shout yeah. out Az.
3: Firstly, I can I just say about Alcoholics. I had heard of them. Um, but since you uh, mentioned them earlier, I, I, w- I, heard, I had never heard Damn. And it's an awesome tune. I really enjoyed it. Um, and the Only When I'm Drunk track you mentioned as well. I was listening to that. Uh, super cool. So this is what it's about. It's about learning. So I I, I make You awesome check out Make Room as well.
2: Them. Make Room is awesome.
3: Awesome. I absolutely will. But no, And, I enjoyed and it you so will
1: well. recognize, I think we, we discussed this as well, you will recognize so many samples yes. in their songs. Yeah.
3: Cool. The, the Damn track as well. You could just like three straight away... Um, that you're just that that kind of comprised what that song was made of so um yeah nautilus again making a an, another appearance in the 90s uh, um just
2: like, you know, r- know. real quick before you break into your thing in right i was just going to say any mm-hmm. you know, idea why alcoholics didn't really blow up at all because it, it feels like they were, would have been one of the first that maybe they were too drunk to capitalize on their success <laughs> but like it kind of feels like uh, from when the make room was in like 93. So they were like that. And that, as I recall, did pretty well, like in the early nineties. Cause I remember seeing that on um, MTV quite a bit as well. So I'm surprised that they didn't really kind of do make much more in terms of headway or make much more, more noise. I don't know.
1: I think, Maybe. I mean, to be honest, as we go through this list, you will find what well, we will both find. We will all find in fact, it was the three of us um that there are so many groups that we probably you know loved and revered at that time that didn't ever really hit the the big time they didn't blow up they didn't make the the big bucks um mm. that we 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 don't think of like that we always think, okay, you know um I don't want to list them now because I feel like we we're yeah, sure. about them. But yeah, yeah. And, and I think alcoholics definitely just fall in that group. They they definitely had some success with coast to coast. That was that felt to me at least a tipping point of getting some, you know, fairly good airplay. Mm. Um, and yeah, I bought that. Like I said I bought that album on cassette. That's hilarious. Remember doing doing things like that. I I, I for some reason hip hop. I had more hip hop cassettes and I think I had uh CDs by the time yeah by the time uh, we got to the point where we were moving away from CDs but yeah um that, that sorry it's I mean, totally to you yeah. <laughs> but there's so many groups on this list where it's like why a did they not quite make it then and b why have they not tried since but but anyway, sorry, Iman. Coming back to your honourable mentions, just a lightning quick mention to A. Z. Um,
3: obviously, I I didn't have a whole lot of his stuff. I had a couple of his singles, a couple of uh, like features uh, that he did for records. But um, I always I always quite liked him, um, and uh, like he was in the firm with Nas and Foxy Brown, which for whatever oh, yeah. reason it didn't seem yeah he was and for <laughs> that I mean, first album was
2: dope actually no it was, it was wasn't it but i was just saying no to mind. dan
3: earlier i don't know why it was deemed a failure i guess it well i guess it didn't make its money etc but i did not know it, it,
2: it would come out of time when you know there was a lot of noise out there as well i mean all the people that were on it like nas foxy brown like they were doing they were doing well yeah. but there was so much stuff out there and there were a lot of there were a lot of similar sort of collab albums or people getting together and doing stuff so it probably just got lost in the noise to be honest but it was a, yeah, it was a great so. album
3: yeah yeah there's a lot of really really cool uh tracks about it it's kind of an interesting kind of concept as well they really double down on the the kind of the, the mafia uh, yeah mafia element of it and some of it worked <laughs> it really some fun. of it didn't but um yeah az i think i think it was az there's a do you remember the five minutes to flush track yeah, where yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's a really cool <laughs> idea for a song in that. He's got the FBI basically knocking on his door, and the chorus is like five minutes to flash. He's like, "You got to get rid of his drugs," and then the next chorus, four minutes to flash. <laughs> and then he's like, "Blah blah blah, what am I gonna do? We're gonna do three minutes." Um, so yeah, there's a lot of cool songs on it. I mean, it was helmed by Dr. Dre and uh, Poke and Tony from Trackmasters again. I mean, it was I think it was quite a devastating hit for Dr. Dre because I think it was one of his first. Um, uh, Post death row re- projects, and obviously, he mm. at that point needed a win. And uh, this was not deemed one for whatever reason. But AZI always thought really in there.
2: Material. was material. I, I was think he's in on there.
3: like one so- I think he's on a song. Um, oh, okay. um, I think that's got Cannabis's debut as well. He's on a Wicked Song, right. uh, he sounds really good. And uh, there's another, like a floating fourth in the group called Nature. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, there's, there's a good cast list on. Amongst it. But yeah, Easy I always thought was, was pretty cool.
1: Nice. Us. Okay, awesome. Well, A, the letter A wasn't as painful as I thought it was going to be. Um, <laughs> but I'm not going to lie, it, it was still slightly disappointing in terms of uh, <laughs> uh, how many groups and artists we, we were able to come up with. Um, I'm just glad I have got the hold uh, the rest of Arrested Development thing on my chest. I've been holding <laughs> on to that for years. Yeah, we we kind of managed to change the format uh, within 10 minutes of the first uh, episode. But yeah, let, let's uh, power through with our Glocks loaded and our burner phones on standby for <laughs> the letter B. And um, wow, <laughs> I, I'm just I'm gonna. <laughs> 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 i'm just gonna uh just list uh the the artists and groups we came up with uh fairly quickly so uh we picked beastie boys beat nuts black sheep body count Black Licious, bone thugs and harmony yeah, thanks for that amen <laughs> oh no,
3: that's not true booyah
1: no. tribe oh mine. <laughs> um brand nubian so I said this is a better list than uh, our first attempt. Uh, Black Rob, Buster Rhymes, and I can't even pronounce this. Baham Mardia.
3: That's exactly right. I oh, believe I anyway. Yeah.
1: And Big Boy, Big Daddy Kane. You think actually there was probably more more um, artists with the with Big in the title, but well, I suppose. It maybe I nearly won. put
2: Biggie Smalls, and I went, no, wait, that's not his actual proper. Well, mm-hmm. it's, no, it's one of his pseudonyms.
1: Fair play. Um Bismarcky, Black Thought, Black Moon, Black Star, Black IPs, and Boogie Down productions. So a much better list for us to choose from. So I'm going straight to U T J
2: Definitely some big head items in there, you know, Beastie Boys, uh Big Daddy Kane for me as well. But I think, you know, when I looked across the board I was just like, for me it has to be Buster. Um you know, the guy is such a unique talent in the hip-hop world. Um, no one sounds like him. No one has his flow. Like, and he's had, you know, since some from the first time I heard uh, Buster was, he was still in Leaders of the New School. Um, and that was back in uh, early, um, I think, Future Out of the Past was 90, 91, I think. Um and you know the Dinko and uh Charlie Brown two excellent rappers, but he just stood head and shoulders in every rap that they all did together, um above uh ahead of them. And the first track I actually had was um Case of the PTA. And
1: so good. So good.
2: Uh, and the first two verses, the Dinko and Charlie Brown, they kill it, and then Buster comes in and you're just like, What the fuck? <laughs> Who? what it literally just blows your face off. Um, and yeah. And you know, the guy's just, he was always too big for that group. Uh, and that's no, I don't think there's any shade on Dinko and Charlie Brown. I, I feel like Buster's personality and his, his talent, um, just lent itself to being, uh, a big time solo artist. Um, and yeah. And then 96, um, he went solo and um, did the coming, and that was just a phenomenal album. Um, he had this whole like um, millennium extension of the world vibe going on with the like his first three albums. I think yeah. it's all a bit, it's a bit weird. But um, but even even still, they were just like incredible albums. I mean, the guy's had such a career. I'm not, I'm not even. I'm not going to try and go through all of the. Different collaborations and other bits and bobs he's done. Um, just, yeah, just a, an exceptional talent. And I, uh, yeah, just, uh, he was clearly going to be my favorite in that list. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. What was the last thing that he did? It was, um, about five years ago, I think. Is it now? We've not heard anything. Oh, maybe he did something sort of 20. 2019 I think it was he did like another extension of the world type album thing which was again a bit weird but yeah some of his earlier stuff was just incredible and even now like I've heard him on he's done a couple of uh the BET awards like the ciphers like he did an incredible one I think it was 2014 which I, I'll I'll go back and like listen to it's on like YouTube and I'll go back and listen to you now, and it's just absolute fire. And he just destroys everyone else in the cypher. And, yeah, he's just an absolute legend. So, so, yeah, I'll stop gushing about it now and let Imran say his piece. On the... okay.
1: Can I just interject before we get yeah. to Imran? Um, the last thing he actually did, um, not, not the only thing he did, but the, the last thing he did, at least on TV, I have to point this out because it's brilliant, he was on The Masked Singer. As, oh, as dragon. Yeah.
2: I heard about this, I've not I've not seen. I I like, and I, I kinda of think I'm sorry, he must have been the first one to go, man, because you ain't telling me <laughs> you're gonna hear Buster Wright's voice and you ain't gonna you ain't gonna know exactly who it is straight away. That's that's I find that impossible to believe. Um
1: <laughs> Yeah, he did he, yeah. He, he did get eliminated in the first episode. But anyway,
3: moving on think. to him. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I b- brilliantly put teach wonderfully put uh echo everything you're, you're absolutely right it must have been i, I suppose if you're in a group with buster rhymes and you're looking at him and you're listening to his verses and you're it's thinking like Well my time i'm on the clock at this point so um but it's, he he was i don't know how i was i i kind of liken sorry i'm gonna piss off dan mega now because there were two names i was sort of jocking for um inclusion in this list it was one was Buster, because I was in it at the time and I was very aware of him at that point And Hang as on, he was you were in that. Leaders of the New School, no, 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 just within the 90s Damn. period <laughs> as he was going, but right? The right, other right, name right. I, I kind of considered citing is it like a retroactive name, somebody who I wasn't really a fan of during the 90s, but since become a fan of. So, um, and that was Black Thought of the Roots, and that's kind of the fun of this, the, these yeah. podcasts, I think, because. Hmm. I love the Roots now, and I think Blackfoot is amazing. The stuff he's done last year alone is just is epic. But I need to vote like, must... Thought
2: as well, actually. Pick so yeah. two favorites, <laughs> so we both pick the same one. Shit. Like,
3: Dan's banging his head on the screen now. <laughs> This is what <laughs> I've got to
0: work with, people.
3: <laughs> but the reason I didn't pick him is because at, during the nineties, that wasn't I wasn't a Roots fan i it was a very very late like probably early 2000s i was, i started listening to the roots but so, buster rhymes was very much like an event rapper in terms of i remember like going back a couple years i remember like michael jackson uh uh news basically do you remember top of the pops where they would say next week we will have the new video from michael jackson and everyone would be crazy excited about it and there was no internet leaks back then and you would wait a week and you would watch it and it would blow your mind and you would talk about it to everyone the next day at school Buster Rhymes got to that level in terms of do you remember like teach anything you didn't mention was the videos
2: yes yeah
3: you know I mean? like how amazing everything that he kind of did i looked at he, he was like an event rapper in that up that so that means like when he would have a new single everyone just oh my god it was just amazing i looked at it more as a singles rapper than say an album one mm-hmm. if you know what i am the distinction i'm making like woo ha uh, like got you all in check i mean i remember listening to that and i'm still not even sure i like it but you 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 can't deny it do you know what i mean you listen to that and you just think this, what is this like this is i've never heard anything like this and it's just his presence the way he just owns every single thing and it's one of those if you don't like it f you kind of attitude of this is <laughs> it's just glorious and you listen to that and look at the video and the song for uh give me some more jeez like what an epic epic single epic video um the janet quick- jackson video as well that was like a what well, that was like the first video that went like a million dollars um that what's it gonna be track i mean just every single thing that he did and then there's all the guest spots that he did as well just amazing
0: well bless my circuits In addition to his 10 solo albums, Busta has been featured on more than 300 songs, making him the unofficial king of cameos. If only Dan could keep Imran and TJ all in check. But those guys can't be tamed. Do we know if... Was it who was doing uh Missy's
2: videos at the time as well?
3: Hype Williams, same guy. So, so,
2: so it's a Hype Williams thing. yeah. Because yeah, Hype, Hype did a lot of his stuff with yeah. Buster, Missy, Puffy. and like, Puffy, and all that, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah Jay Z
3: as well, Jay Z videos, yes. so, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. I don't know yeah. if Hype, it was What does he do now? Is he still he actually he probably directed, do remember the also. um, be, well, probably, I don't know if he still does stuff, but he did, he directed Belly. Uh, as well, oh, the Nazi okay. DMX film. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he, huh? like, um, yeah, he, again, it, it, it was, I mean, saying, absolutely s- wanted to mention in the 90s, does not
2: it? He's as synonymous with 90s uh, yeah. early 2000s hip hop as any, any of the big names, because if you saw anyone's video uh, at, at that time, generally yeah. it would have been a Hype Williams one. And it was absolutely. so distinctive. And uh, yeah, no, that's a, that's a good shout. And like you yeah, yeah, like, yeah, said, amazing. Yeah, like you say, his 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 present I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned the videos as well because the, the creativity and like, yeah, it's just um, the using the Night Rider
1: sample. I mean, yes. like, what? the, f- <laughs> As soon as I heard that, I was like, dude, really? Yeah. <laughs> and is, and the whole insane. video for that is was literally Night Rider, wasn't Knight it? Rider, yeah. yeah, it's he's just, just it's incredible. T- just genius Um, and put
3: your hands where my eyes could see as a song as a video again just insane just insane what he he was the only pick for for 90s I think that's why we both I think stuck to our guns on on the but
2: the other thing as well with him is that like you know sometimes like rappers can get a bit serious and like well him and Missy actually I always felt like whatever he was doing he was having a really fucking good time doing it Like yeah. at no point, in, like no matter what he was saying, like he always just felt like he was just having the time of his fucking life. Yeah. Whatever, whatever video it was, whatever song he was singing, whether he was, whether he was even just doing an interview with someone or whatever it is, he just always came across as like just enjoying the fucking ride, man. And that yeah. that was just infectious for me.
1: Yeah, and his his vocal style, there was nothing, any way <laughs> like, close to unique. It. unique. Yeah. It, it was, he was just incredible. I, mean, I remember when um, Wu Ha Got You All in Check came on and I was just transfixed. I think I bought the album the next day and it was only when he, because he was promoting that, and it was only when he then um, was appearing on the OMTV Raps and basically almost hosting his own legacy and he started playing uh, lots of different, always lots of tribe songs because he was always popping up on tribe songs and especially remixes of tribe songs. Um, but yeah that was when he played um case of the PTA and I was like wow okay this is it it, it felt like a whirlwind of like uh just just a, f- a few days of discovering this guy and then getting into his music but the the energy you know we we I think yeah. the energy that he brought to those those videos and he's he's actually touring at the moment he's been um yeah, he's been I think, touring America. He's been been in the UK. Um, so you know, there, he he's still pretty active. So I'm hoping he he might do some more stuff because I, I feel like, yeah, he he's still you know he hasn't um what's the word he hasn't slowed down. He hasn't aged badly. He's still got talent. I mean, I heard Ice Cube is doing a new album as well. So it feels yeah, like right. there's a lot of kind of small retro um what's the word um uh, like a phoenix from the flame rising from the ashes there's a lot of stuff that comeback kings coming back
3: yeah well i've heard the one that i'm I'm most excited about which i hope to gone happens but i've heard that there's i heard twice in two different news sources but that ll cool j is apparently working on an album produced by q-tip and if that happens i'm just gonna lose my mind hell like just gonna be amazing oh, just, yeah that's gonna be so good 20 years too late but like, what a great <laughs> that is. So hang on is it that's like... not a diss
1: it's just like that 20 years yeah, ago, yeah, that It could done... like wow yeah. so but... so the, the first track from the album don't call it a comeback i've oh shit it, this <laughs> is a comeback
2: again
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> i am um, i just i as you were talking about Wu ha uh, which is obviously the biggest um Probably most, yeah, the most successful track from the coming album. Um but for me on that album one of the, one of my favorite tracks, not necessarily the best track, one of my favourite tracks was um Flip Mode Squad beats Death Squad. When you yeah. had like loads oh. of people like Red Man, Keith Murray, like um Rampage, like tons of people were on there and it that's just such a dope track. It's yeah. like ten minutes long or something like that because everyone's rapping. Yeah. But it's um but yeah, that's just such a and I do I I do also 'cause I know like he he did uh the flip mode squad stuff as well. Yeah, but the, the album no,
3: Imperial, yeah. Yeah, they, they, they he had the album but the 90s as well.
2: Yeah, but I don't think any of those guys really kind of I, again, it's like Buster, you're just too big a presence, man. No one else can shine when you're around, yeah. basically. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So yeah. true.
1: Um Awesome. Well, I'm just gonna spin onto my pick, and it's really this is probably the most difficult band to sum up because they're so synonymous. I mean, obviously, you know, in terms of um, a group. I mean, I I grew up. I think maybe I'm maybe only me here, but when I when I was um, got into hip hop and I, I loved hip hop. There was kind of a realization that I'm just going to say I'm probably going to get uh, killed and cancelled. But I kind of felt like white people can't rap when I when I first started getting into hip hop. <laughs> there just Jesus. wasn't really any any good white rappers. You know, my my friend. Right, vanilla was, ice, all right. Was, just... <laughs> <laughs> it was snow and vanilla ice. Vanilla ice. I said, what, what do you want? And and then um, when I when I first heard. Um, Beastie Boys. Even though you know I, I was quite enamoured with them, the, the the track that really um, got a ridiculous amount of blanket airplay on MTV um, was "Fight for Your Right to Party," and it was more like a parody track. It was yeah. I don't know. It, it didn't you know, it was something you kind of liked. It had the
2: Rocky element to it as well, didn't it?
1: It it did. It was, it was great. It was great for something like, you know, at a school disco when that came on, it was, you know, a bit fun. And also got a shout out to House of Pain and, and, um, Mm. jump around. But, you know, these tracks didn't feel as grounded and serious and they, they were never at first. I didn't kind of, they didn't pull me into the hip hop vibe. And then, Then I think um, before I'd I'd really started to go into their back catalogue and you know, um, and and go, you know, into the into the stuff that, uh, you know, like like license to ill, like Paul's boutique, the the classic stuff, which now I look look at and I'm like, ah, this is just some of my favorite ever hip hop. I mean, Beastie Boys are easily in my in my top five rappers groups of all time, Hmm. but it was it was actually ill communication that I kind of that that was where I jumped on board the train when they when they did sabotage. Uh, that the video for sabotage was just absolutely That's genius. Yeah. It, insane. Um and obviously I think there was um Sure Shot as well. There was Root Down. It was just one of the most perfect albums and it it just was at the at the point I think I was at my most in love with hip-hop as a genre and i was just like you know this is this is incredible this is this is in you know i'm in my sort of mid-teens by this point uh, and discovering that and then being able to sort of have this incredible journey of, of going back and and uh, and going through all their, their their legacy um now again i wasn't i don't know i didn't really like i didn't like uh, hello nasty or to the five boroughs as much i, I think i've learned to appreciate them more but they kind of went into a more sort of disco dance big beat aesthetic which was kind of big at that time um so yeah kind of dropped off a little bit um but then obviously you know hot sauce committee part two you know was was pretty pretty damn good but again it was uh, sort of a, a fitting but very you know sad end to adam's life and and you know the fact we we've, we've lost you know mm. we've lost one of the pillars of of hip hop uh yeah it's, it's it's very sad but um yeah i i kind of felt like there, there's nothing close to these guys that the style that the, their vocal style is so contrasting as well it's like they've literally got three different levels and you put that together and i i don't there aren't many groups that have that. I feel like you've got, you've usually got, um, I mean, Wu-Tang, you've got a lot of different competing styles that, that are just brilliant. But, but because you kind of, the, the focal point is literally just three guys who, who are equally positioned on every track, pretty much. Um, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, e- e- even now, um, I just love everything they do and they, you know, did rather, God. It's obviously because they've kind of disbanded now, um but yeah, they were always you know popping up on far side albums and and other different collaborations they they also did a lot of guitar music and sort of you know they toured where they where they literally just did mainly kind of guitar based instrumental stuff, so they were really talented guys um mm-hmm. and you know just like Buster rhymes, I think the, the thing that was most iconic. Throughout in the nineties and noughties, you know they they've, they kind of went on for they had a fairly good run. Really, was was their videos? I mean, e- even if you don't like tracks like Intergalactic, um, you know, watching that now, looking at the choreography of it, uh, you know, there's they're just incredible. And obviously, Sabotage is one of the what probably in my book one of the the best tracks and best song uh sorry best song videos ever um but yeah i feel like I could, go, I could go on for hours so i'm gonna stop and uh yeah uh go go to you here man what what are your feelings on beastie boys
3: yeah this is um i've always held them in very high regard i there it's one of those amazing you know things that for such an established act, I know very little and I, I've never listened to a Beastie Boy album, uh, Beastie Boys album. And I think it's one of those names in the back of my head. I'm always like, I've got to make time. I've got to sort of, I've always been quite eager to, um, I, you know, I knew the singles, as you say. Um, I have one track, I lose points, I'm picking an obvious collaborator. But there's a just amazing song with Q-Tip called Get It Together that they have, which I just freaking lose my mind over. I love it. It's, it's such a great
1: song. Phone is ringing. Oh my god! Oh, what? Phone is
3: ringing.
4: ringing. Oh, oh my god! Uh,
3: oh my god! Yes. Oh, sh- <laughs> you're <laughs> lyricing
1: me right now. Of course. Yes.
0: <laughs> so I'll, I'll cut
1: out. I'll cut out the pause <laughs> in between when I said that and your your uh, shot. <laughs> Sorry. <annoyed. laughs>
3: it was so abrasive. It was like you went straight up to the microphone.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was like, wait, what's happening?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that's a great, great, great song. Um and uh, but yeah, no, I, you've enthused me, I think like alcoholics to uh maybe you know, just to pick an album and finally do the deep dive um and kind of start that process. But I know I've always been very keen to um you know uh kind of dive more into them. But um yeah, Sabotage is great, um Intergalactic is kinda of cool. Um yeah, I'm very keen to sort of do it Oh, Don't Sleep Till Brooklyn, great song. Um but yeah, there we go.
0: For Beastie Boys' first single, Rock Hard, producer Rick Rubin sampled ACDC's Back in Black, but the single was withdrawn from sale as they didn't have permission to use it. Angus Young denied a second request for the rights to sample the song, so it couldn't be included on 1999 compilation The Sounds of Science. So the band who sang Let There Be Rock meant that only if that rock doesn't sample their music, Oh, no, I have run out of Energon to power my smartphone. This sucks. Does anyone have a charger? My nipple ports don't support USB-C.
1: Nice. TJ, what are your feelings?
2: Yeah, kind of, kind of similar to it, in a way. Um was always aware of uh, BC Boy's the absolute legends in the industry. They started off as like a punk band, I think, originally. And um, I think it kind of it kind of goes to show the the fluidity of uh, especially at the time as well of of music and how c- certain genres and interests and uh, just general vibes can can drift and flow into into others um you know we, we, back in the early 80s lots of like rock and hip hop crossovers and that sort of stuff um but yeah is you know legends of of uh, and also like you say, similar to Busta, that, you know, very distinctive style. Um, you know, no one else sounded like the Beastie Boys. That was like, the, mm. <laughs> you fucking knew who they were. Um, and yeah, just, um, but again, similar to Imran, it's, it's one of those ones where I think at the time when they first kind of broke through, I wasn't really au okay with their with their style of rap. And I was much more into, you know, like my West Coast stuff and, and whatnot. That to me was rap, so I didn't quite get it at the time and now in re- in retrospect and listening to some of their stuff now, it's like, oh actually I, I kinda get it now. I kinda see where, where it all came from. I see like the lyrical flows and some of the you know some of the lyrics that they that they were talking about and that sort of thing as well. So um so yeah. Yeah, absolute legends, great pick.
1: Nice. Well, I mean, yeah, just to call out the fact that the sabotage video, which um, w- was uh, directed by Spike Jones, Jock. was that how you it? say Spike, Spike Lee <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Um,
1: but yeah, I think that was probably one of the, at least one of the first sort of parody um, mm. videos. Yeah, because it was a ninety, it was nineteen seventies like crime crime drama sort of, yeah. you know, like the, the cop, cop, show, cop yeah. show stuff, like uh, Hawaii Five O, and all that kind of, like Starsky and Hutch and stuff. It also like reminded that. me
2: of uh, Streets of San maybe before you guys' time, there was a show called The Streets of San Francisco, which had uh, a very young Michael Douglas in it. And it always reminded me, like, some of the... I, I wonder, I might actually look it up, because I, I think some of the shots they did, I don't know if they filmed it in San Francisco, but there's some of the shots that they do when they're, like, driving down... Um, these really steep roads um, yeah. reminds yeah, me a yeah, lot yeah. of because I'm into San Francisco quite a few times, and it reminds me a lot of the of the streets of San Francisco. Ergo, it reminds me of the show in the streets of San Francisco. But um, yeah, so I'm, I do wonder if that's where they filmed it and if that's where they took a lot of their inspiration from, because it does look very similar to to some of those uh, some of those scenes.
1: Yeah, I mean it, it, that makes a lot of sense. Um, it, it, it wouldn't surprise me, but. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen a video where they where the group of ad- ad- adopted complete alter egos and just uh, yeah probably had so much fun. A lot, a lot of people have sort of said that things like um, Lonely Island and um, Adult Swim and that there's a lot of there's a lot of kind of comedy formats that couldn't apparently exist if if they hadn't done something like that but it's a good good call out tj mentioning that that you know i think they they did start in kind of punk and they they have a lot of guitar influences and this track i think is one of the tracks where there's been i mean obviously it has a guitar riff in it but probably one of the most covered um tracks by rock groups you know by metal bands love doing this um you know covering um sabotage live i think i I feel like I've seen seen about four pretty big um, groups live play sabotage. So um, yeah, that's another kind of um, random legacy of theirs.
4: Hmm.
1: Um, so just to wrap up, I think uh, obviously there's there's quite a long list for B. So g- going back to Imran, is is there anything you'd like to call out on that list as an honourable mention?
3: uh yeah i'm, I'm hopefully I'll, I'll try not to be too long but um there's yeah that, again b just there's so much fun to kind of lose yourself within this i mean big boy uh obviously has to be on the list but we've discussed our outcast already with a um i i really want to shout out again uh bahamadia um, she was, uh, uh, I believe, a Philadelphia. I think she's a Philadelphia based rapper. Um, she, again, I I only had a handful of her
1: songs. Um, she... <laughs> I wonder what you're going to say then, sorry.
3: Why, what, was that? what did it sound like you're I was going like to say? a
1: handful of her. Oh, no. Sorry, man. I'm no, terrible.
3: <laughs> she, she, I only have a handful of her songs, but she had an <laughs> album uh, collage, which I'm desperately trying to find the CD of. Um, but the production on that half of it is DJ Premiere gurus on production he's got she's got a track with the roots uh she had connections with them and she's got such a great voice she's like um a little bit like a ladybug mecca from diggable planets that you know it's just a, a very different aesthetic for a female rapper and mc uh than what you know that what i think is predominantly associated with 90s like foxy brown and little kim uh so she she's awesome and um yeah i, I really want to take that uh plunge into sort of more of her stuff and i thought she definitely wanted warranted mention uh for uh the list um again black thought mentioned that one already from the roots um just illidelph half-life uh obviously is something i've gone back oh, to what uh, top, not... what an album! <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing uh from i mean i mean even though do you want more album with um uh, uh silent treatment i think probably the best root song of all time um but uh, the hypnotic uh, from illa and uh i think you got me as well from things fall apart so yeah thought awesome uh i a quick final mention to um black ips and i know that they potentially nowadays or in the last 10 or 15 years kind of fell into maybe arrested development territory a little bit <laughs> but their debut wow. is actually <laughs> really cool i i think they the their they early stuff album. was dope yeah it's really really good and i i bought the um uh behind the front uh album about two or three years ago it's really good it is really really good there's a number of excellent songs on there um and i i suppose they kind of just fell into that you everything pre-fergie like, well, basically <laughs> Yeah, well, I—that's I, the only album of theirs I have, so I couldn't. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know about. I don't know if it stems to like everything after. Like I don't know, um, sort of the next album, for example. But just um, you know, I, I think with the, with them with Black Eyed Peas, I think it was always going to be a case of we have Tribe, we have Far Side. Do we need another? you know, it's kind of yeah. like, are they just, they're like a bootleg of a bootleg. Wow. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> <laughs> but Behind the Front uh, is actually a really cool album, um, and a number of really, really good songs on there, and uh, yeah, I just want to shout it out. Um, oh, one more, if I may, I'm so sorry. I'm a, one thing that will come out in this list, and it has come out uh, in past hip-hop conversations that we've had with episodes, I'm a big Bad Boy Records fan, uh, Puffy, Biggie, Mace, and, and uh, that epic team and uh black rob uh probably best known as a one-hit wonder uh with his track whoa uh which did very very well at the time and kind of came out at a time where bad boy really needed a a hit Um, but his album life story personally one of my favorite hip -hop hop albums of all time certainly top 10 um and uh yeah he's had a real troubled like past in life he's since passed away but um yeah i think life story and he had a number of guest features sort of leading up to the release of the album it's a fantastic album um and uh yeah definitely want to shout out black rob sorry that went long but there you
1: go no, no all good um tj what are your honorable mentions damn we've we got any time left um <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> One Um, One, one more, one more. No, I'm kidding. um, um, Someone's got to talk about bone thugs and harmony, so it might as well be you. Right (laughs)
2: off of that shit. Um, Absolutely not. Um, No, I think uh, just a couple from me. I think, um, uh, I mean, Black Thor, his um, freestyle rap on, and it it blew up all over YouTube. The fun flex. Jesus Christ, that is just some of the greatest that's one of the greatest rapping performances I yeah. think I've ever seen. Um yeah. He rhymed my
3: Sharia more with Sharia Law. Uh, it's I, like yes. the <laughs> best line ever. It's
2: such like a, the, I've listened
1: to that so this, many times. And it's not it's, so it's not so even good.
2: just like it's not even just the, the the words that he says that are which are exquisite, but from a technical aspect, I I've I've watched a few videos of, of other rappers talking about that. Uh, performance and uh, from a technical aspect of um his flow his control his breathing his, his like everything that he does to just to keep the flow going for as long as he does throughout that entire um that entire uh, sequence is just just phenomenal uh just uh, yeah um so and yeah everything else the i mean you know, the roots are just great anyway, so kinda of goes that saying. Um who else? Big Daddy Kane, uh, absolute legend. Um it's been around since the eighties actually. the uh, um Long Live the Kane came out eighteen nine, I think, eighty eight, I think, or something like that. Um but yeah, um absolute legend of, of the industry. Um some of his earlier stuff is just so so dope. Um who else? Black Moon, I think. Black Moon are a bit weird, or not they? They, they? Not not a lot of people know about uh, Black Moon, but I I vividly remember their first album, Enter the Stage. Um, I remember listening to that a lot um, when I was kind of in my early days of kind of really getting into hip-hop and kind of exploring things that were a little bit outside of the mainstream. And um, I, re- I remember seeing the video for Who Got the Props on Your Own TV Raps and kind of dug into them a little bit further i didn't really follow the, the follow uh any of their stuff after that though um but yeah really great album uh definitely one worth having to listen to um and black eyepees uh it meant kind of pretty much covered it everything pre fergie and before <laughs> Will i am went batshit crazy like it's definitely worth a listen um bdp we get in productions KRS-One's crew um I mean Kerrias one, another legend the legend of the industry. Um anything he touched back then was just was just absolute fire. Um but yeah, I think that's kind of it from me for the bees.
1: Sweet. Um well I just want to quickly call out uh Black Alicious, because I think even though um I really kind of got into them in uh early two thousands the early noughties, as it's probably called, uh, with Blazing Arrow. Uh, that was probably the point. I think I saw them at the Jazz Cafe a couple of times. But it, it's worth mentioning uh, the track Swan Lake and also Alphabet Aerobics, which yeah, is probably strangely more more famous for the fact that um, oh, uh, Danny Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
2: mean, with respect to him, cause that, was, that was pretty impressive the way you pulled that off. And, and, the, and also the, the the fact that he managed to self-censor himself uh, self-censor himself that makes sense one of the uh yeah. one of the lines
1: it's pretty good yeah no exactly uh you know kudos to that but um uh i also uh before before we uh started recording i was talking to iman about booyah tribe because um i <laughs> i kind of discovered them probably mid 90s i think and um, being that we're we are all uh, wrestling fans, if you look at images of Booya Tribe, they are fucking terrifying. They literally they they, they were called Mad Samoans, and they look like as if like Vince McMahon had made a gangster group based on the uh, Bloodline, you know, based on uh, oh, God, oh, <laughs> Roman Reigns. But but I I was uh, I was saying to Imran that their music where where is i think you kind of when when you grow up you you realize that that Cypress Hill and NWA aren't actually really killing people neither is Nars you, you know you realize there's a lot of storytelling and there's a lot of um fabrication to to what's happening I appreciate there there were gangs that and and people actually killing each other but largely you know the body count would have been ridiculous had everyone killed each other but you know, as they claim to in these tracks. But Booya Tribe, I'm telling you now, you look at those motherfuckers and you think, yep, yeah, you, you you were killing other people uh a lot because you are She <laughs> totally people. Yeah You, know, people? <laughs> yeah, you... you
3: probably put a disclaimer at this point actually, I think you've
2: laid yeah, out the accusation. To, I don't want, <laughs> want the Booyah tribe coming after me dude. I'm not I'm not down for that right now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Could you imagine <laughs> suddenly there's the doorbell goes and the, yeah, there's these big Two Samoans, Samoans standing with, with machetes. No, I just want to point out that 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 they didn't really kill anyone. But um, but yeah, I, I think that the, the their most uh, their most famous uh, moment, I'll give give it as a moment, was on the uh, soundtrack to Judgment Night, which is famous hip hop metal crossover. Uh, that they they did the song and uh, uh, you know fittingly enough another body murdered which um i think they did with was it was it faith no more yeah i think it was faith no more and oh. um, and uh, Booya tribe yeah it, it's it's a f- absolute brilliant song and it just um yeah it just it just fits so yeah i i urge anyone to check that out
0: booyah tribe hail from carson california featuring american samoa devo brothers paul ted donald roscoe danny david and vincent yes they look like huge scary gangsters but their blend of funk and metal influences plus a live band on tour make them more than just something that should have featured in wwe they never killed anyone honest i'd like to add i never actually killed megatrance or shockrave even though those motherfuckers deserved it. I have been Optimus Grime. Thank you for your time. Till all are one and all that heroic robot shit.
1: But yeah, just finally, obviously, body count, body motherfucking count, you know, yeah, Ice-T, and um, obviously just purely for the track, uh, the choice is yours. Uh, you got to shout out to Black Sheep. But yeah, I don't think, I mean, to be fair, apart from Black Eyed Peas, who I... Well at least yeah, I I get their earlier stuff was good, but I despise them. I think everyone on this list is um is no, solid. See, yeah. I I think I think you got it wrong.
2: I think you actually despise Fergie but despise black Peas by association. I think that's the and problem. That,
1: well I, I I can't stand every time I see um what what's the guy who's always on TV? Well I am. Oh just
0: Fuck I mean, off.
1: yeah. I mean, I think Fergie were in the... I think just,
2: I you know.
3: I don't. know wouldn't just, blame Fergie though. Surely it was a decision. i know, just, by just real, it, i just
2: uh... To be a, to turn into a knob knob
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> if you had, um, if you had spent all this time sleeping with Prince Andrew, wouldn't you go off your nut? Uh, we are talking about that Fergie, no. aren't we? You know, <laughs> uh, Princess of course, Fergie. Of course. Fergie. I haven't got that. <laughs> So you really hope i haven't got that', I
0: really haven't got that
1: wrong. <laughs> um but yeah will i am i just he's he's not a person he's he's a brand he's a he's a look he's a he's a just a, just a thing there's nothing to him It just i hate him i hate every minute of seeing him on t v because i just don't i'm just like what 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 are you anymore you're just nothing you're just oh a vacuous gosh. Uh, no, I'm, I'm slightly over-exaggerating oh, for wow.
0: effect. <laughs> no, I'm I'm, I'm I don't think, think you I am. I love I you, man. <laughs> it's, it's,
1: it's only a joke. It's just, it's just jokes, and um, yeah. Look, if you want to hang out with the royals, it's all good. Um, but brand who's going to kill
3: know, Dan first, the Black Eyed Peas or Booyah Tribe? You I want to hope that Will, that,
2: that Will I Am doesn't that. know the Booyah Tribe. That's what i was
1: saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, we're literally. We're on a podcast where a few days ago we found out they finally um, captured uh, the killer of Tupac Shakur. So I feel like people yeah, killing. World. Yeah, like people in those fraternities or circles killing other people doesn't seem to get uh, locked down on pretty quickly. So yeah, I'm living a charmed life. So let's not. <laughs> Let's just not offend. I love you, Booyah Tribe. I love you, Will I Am. I do love Booyah Tribe. Fair enough. I've got about four of their albums, so at least uh, oh, wow, What's you it? know, I've given them some money. But um, yeah, Will I Am, you know, you're one of the inspirations on the voice. Um, so yeah, uh, but yeah, calling out Brand Nubian again. Um, they're they're another nearly group for me, and i have been talking about that. I feel like they they've got a lot of good albums material, they've they've done a lot of good stuff, collaborations, but they never really um really took their rightful place I- in the sun I think. I'm trying to think. Oh Bismarcky. I mean we haven't mentioned. Yeah, there's there's some you yeah, know, weird and Beat Nuts. Again, they're similar, similar. There's quite a lot of similar uh, artists and groups on this on the big list where you kind of feel like Oh uh, yeah, these, these guys really did some good stuff but never really I don't know, never really Yeah, it's got like, like
2: it's like, like one or two hit. tracks here, yeah. One or two tracks here, or, or maybe like a, a half an album here, but I think the the people that we've called out, like a busto, like a beast where well, they had like a you know an extended period of just being
1: absolute fire um yeah. between them. Um yeah. Yeah, which reminds me, uh, Imran, I've got to give you your Bone Thugs and Harmony album back because I've had it for a while.
3: Yes, so, much appreciated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you.
1: You're, you're <laughs> welcome. So, guys, I think I think we've done it. We've made it. We've we've done A and B. We've su- we've survived considering how poor. A start. Uh, our A list was, mm-hmm. which kind of considering it's the A list. I mean, there's a bit of an irony there, but. Thank you, everyone, to listening and bearing with us on uh, our, our first of this series. We'll be back soon uh, with more letter-related fun. And obviously, do call out if we've uh, missed any big hitters or, or even kind of fringe or more interesting underground hip-hop groups, stars, artists that, that you feel yeah, we should be paying some attention and love to. Thank you, Imran. Thank you, TJ. And uh, yeah, we'll be back again soon. Adios.
4: Now it's time for our wrap up. Let's give it everything we've got. Ready? Begin. You begin. Artificial amateurs aren't at all amazing Analytically, I assault, animate things Broken barriers bound in by the bomb beat Buildings are broken, basically I'm bombarding Casually create catastrophes, casualties Canceling cats, got their canopies collapsing Detonate a dime a dank, daily do and go do. Demonstrations, Don Dada on the down low Eating other editors with each and every Energetic, epileptic episode, elevated etiquette Furious, fat, fabulous, fantastic Flurries of funk felt, feeding the fanatic Politics. Gift got great, global goods gone glorious Getting godly in his game with the glorious Hit him high, hella height, historical Hey, holocaust hands, hear him holler at your homeboy Imitators idolize, I intimidate In an instant, I'll rise in an irate state Juiced on my jams like jerry curls fucking joints justly, it's just me writing my journals Kindly am kindling all kinds of ink on Karate kid type Brits in my kingdom Let me live a long life, lyrically lessons Is learn lame louses, just lose to my leverage My mind makes marvelous moves masses Marvel and move, many mock, what a master Nap, know when I'm nice, naturally. Knack, never nap, make noise nationally. Operation, opposition, off, not optional. Out of sight, out of mind, wide beam and obstacles. Perfected poem, powerful punchlines. Pummeling, petty powder puffs in my prime. Quite, quite quotes, keep quiet, it's quantum. Quarrel isn't got a quarter, what do we gotta? Really raw raps, rising up rapidly, riding the rushing radio activity. Super scientific, sound, sir, thought. solid saying, super fire, saps, out of soft. Tail ten time-talented, too tough. Take that, challengers, get a tune-up. Universal, unique, untouched, under the- the raw uncut. bird by sports, victorious, valid. Violate vines, out the vain, make them vanish. Well, my world would have wise, worst mix. Just weeded up words, weeping up. I'm a worship. Xerox, max radiation, Old Zest, height, letter, and 6 tones. Yellowback, yak mouth, young ones, yours. Yesterday's Zonzo so sells cells, our yawns. Zigzag zombies, zooming to the zenith. Zero incense, also a zealous, from I'm